Today's episode is brought to you by DB Journey. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. You gotta get the right bag to travel. I tell this story all the time. The only bag I've ever had before to travel with has two pockets in it. That's not nearly enough pockets. That's not a, you don't have a hookup system. You can't put your hand sanitizer in there. You know, you can't clip it on for quick access. Nothing like that. So you have to have the right bag. Today, we're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10. Or going to the link in the show notes. DB, it's time to move on. It's time to get going. DB Journey. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 191, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. In case you're new to this podcast and you don't know what that means, it means you have about 29, 28 and a half minutes to down your drink before this episode ends. Uh, I talk about this all the time, man. I was originally supposed to do like however long it takes me to drink my drink, whatever I bought for the night. If that's two tall boys or a, you know, a pint of whiskey, (laughs) you know, I wasn't going to over, I wasn't going to do a full bottle of whiskey. That's just too much. You know, I'm not that bad, dude. I, I, I drank with a guy who was that bad before, dude. I've never seen anyone drink like this before. So we used to, you know, hang out at his apartment after work, whatever. We became friends through work. And we used to hang out at his apartment. And, you know, I'd I'd bring a bottle of vodka. You know, I'm just like, hey, we're friends. You know, I want to drink with you, whatever. And he was definitely a drinker. And we go to his apartment. We kind of, you know, watch TV or, you know, play video games, whatever. Whatever, you know, 40-year-old men do. (laughs) Is that too old to play video games? Uh, I'm pushing it right now. Uh, Anyways... So we'd go to his apartment and, you know, of course I'd pull out the bottle. He'd be like, oh, badass, man. And, uh, you know, I, I'd take a swig off of it. You know, you kind of get that little like, it burns, you know, that, that kind of thing. You don't say it out loud, but your face resembles. I don't like what I just did. And, uh, dude, this guy, you know, there's like that little plastic cap on the top. I, I don't really know what that's for. It's like supposedly supposed to help pour better. He would take that cap and he would bite it off with his teeth. And he would just, he would turn the bottle upside down and chug it like it was fucking nothing. You know, I'm not trying to go that hard. You know, people always joke with me like, you know, why don't you ever get like really just hammered on the podcast? Uh, You can go back a few times You know, I've been in the comfort of my own home, safe, and I have been hammered on the podcast, but it's very rare. And you know the reason for it? I think the last time I tried to do it, I passed out in the car and I didn't finish my episode until Monday. And that's exactly the reason for it. Like, you know, I still have to like edit and push buttons. I don't really edit, honestly. But, you know, I still have to push buttons. I still have to have my, you know, whatever notes shitty notes I prepared, you know, it's, I, I still got to do shit. So I can't just get hammered drunk every episode. I know drink until you, 
sounds like the podcast that you would do it on. Now, if you're my guest, that's a different story. I'll take care of you. I got an extra bed in the spare room. We get fucking hammered and you're good. Don't worry about it. Just stay the night. Um, but yeah, that was the original idea of drinking to the last drop was to uh, just hammer your your booze all the way until the uh, to the bottom, and that was the episode. But that could be a four minute episode, which you know some people like. I I just don't feel comfortable calling a four minute episode a, a full episode. That just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, Domino's driver right there. Please come to my house. Uh, I don't need it, man. I've e- I've eaten like shit this week. Dude, you, I had a friend ask me, just a side note. I had a friend ask me, are you going to participate in Sober October? I said, fuck no. Are you kidding? And he starts laughing. He's like, why? Why not just try it? You know, uh, I'm just like, dude, I went through the blistering heat of the Texas summer with a beer in my hand. Now that the weather's cooling off, you're getting this nice overcast. You're getting this breeze going. You think I'm going to stop drinking? October is the official Texas drinking weather. A lot of places, too, around the world. Not just Texas. What Oktoberfest. It's a big German drinking tradition. You know? I'm not going to stop drinking. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. And, when, you know, when I explained it, it, it you know, it was, a, it was a funny, funny thing, but... Uh, I'm serious, too. <laughs> no, I'm not going to stop drinking for October. I'm going to do uh, what's something. I know it's cool and everybody does it and it rhymes just like no shave November. That doesn't really rhyme. It just has the what do you call that when something is an in and ended in no shave November? What is that called? I don't know what it is. It's like a pattern of some sort. Uh, people love shit like that. Sober October, that one does rhyme. Uh, I'm not participating in any of that. What rhymes with October? Uh, we're, you know, it doesn't have to rhyme. We're going to go wrecked October. We're going to go no sober November. And we're going to go drunk in December. That's how we're ending the year, people. We don't stop. This train doesn't stop rolling. Are you kidding me? Uh, quick correction last time, by the way. Um... I was talking a lot of drums last time. I was talking a lot of famous drummers. And for some reason, my brain just does this sometimes. I flipped a switch and I said River Taylor of Queen. I don't know what happened. I really don't. (laughs) It's just one of those things. But I meant Roger Taylor of Queen, obviously. Nobody called me out. I'm calling myself out. I have to listen to every single one of these episodes. I mean, I guess I don't have to. I could just not give a shit, but I sort of kind of give a shit. You know, I'm doing it every week. I give a shit enough to do it every week, make it a point to do it, you know? Um, So I do give a shit a little bit, but, you know, in case you've never started a podcast, in case you've never heard your voice on recording, it never gets better. That doesn't sound encouraging, but it's supposed to be. You never get used to the sound of your own voice. You're never, you're never like, oh, yeah, it sounded good there. No, it's all just like, shut up. Why do I do this? Who's this flashing the light over here? That's not cool, bro. Don't do that. That was weird. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it's uh, no sober October. I fucked up Roger Taylor. Sorry about that. Um, anyways, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody.
So I'm, I'm going to start a new segment, and I just thought of it tonight, uh, and, and I only have two names, but I'll bring you guys uh, more names. I'm going, this segment's called uh, Online Names of the Week. So I play a game online called Rocket League, which is like you drive cars and you, you hit a soccer ball. It's three on three, you can do two on two, you can do one on one, and you're basically just trying to score on the other team. There's five minutes in a game, I believe, and time runs out, and that, you know that's the game. That's it. It's, it's a strange game that I don't really know how I got into. You know, um, and I am a, a bit of a gamer. I'm a casual gamer. You know, I was talking a couple of weeks ago about when I, I beat that guy in, in Fight Night Champion and he's messaging me for the next like two hours talking shit. It's just like, dude, like if people take this so serious, man. You know what I do too? Like when I fuck up or I miss or something or, I, you know, I get beat, I'm just like, I'm super disappointed, but. You know, it's kind of the risk you're taking. You got a 50-50 chance to win. You know. Uh, so anyway, I play this game called Rocket League. So this is my new segment. And unfortunately, I'm very underprepared for this new segment. I only have two names to give you. This is Online Names of the Week. Wait, no, that's the drink recommendation song. You can't do that. Uh, that's going to be... I don't know. I don't. I don't have. You know. I don't have any of this worked out, honestly. Uh, anyways, the the only one I have for you. Uh, I'm sorry. The two I have for you. The first one is Warm Apple Pie Experience. I love that name. That's that's very like for someone who grew up in the '90s. That's really funny to me. I get the joke. I get the inside joke. If you're like 22, 23, 24, you're probably like, "What are you talking about?" Warm apple pie experience, like just eating the apple pie. Um, in case you didn't know, it's a movie I've seen a million times in my life. Just through Pat, dude, this was like the movie that got passed around. You know, it was American Pie, and everybody talked about it. One time at band camp, you can quote so many things from this movie, uh, but that's what it's from—the first uh, American Pie with um, uh, Eugene Levy. I love Eugene Levy, dude. Uh, Shit's Creek, and now he his son's acting to dude. Just a great fuck. I, I highly recommend Shit's Creek. Uh, it's a good show, man. It's a great show. Eugene Levy and his son. Uh, I think it's Daniel. Oh yeah, it's David's his name in the show. Daniel Levy is his son, and he. I mean, you can't mistake the eyebrows. You can obvious. It's obvious he's his son. Uh, anyways, I love Eugene Levy. It's a it's a weird fascination. With me and Eugene Levy. Uh, anyways, Warm Apple Pie Experience. That was a great online name. I love that one. The next one that threw me off, and I just, I almost couldn't play the game after I read, you know, because you can click a button on the controller. In case you're not Xbox savvy or really just video game savvy, if you click a button on the controller, you can see everybody who's playing in this match. You can see everybody's stats, Okay. And so that's how I get these. I'm going to start getting collecting these screen names. When they're good, I'm going to write them down. But the best one I've come across so far is Morgan Freeman's penis. And I don't know why that got me. I've never thought. I, maybe that's why it is. I've never thought about Morgan Freeman's penis. <laughs> it just kind of caught me off guard. And I think the way, if I recall correctly, they got away with it because you can't curse online. 
You know, because there could be little kids playing the game. It's got to be E for everyone, right? Uh, the way they spelled penis, if I'm not mistaken, is P3N15. <laughs> that's the that's the computer way of spelling penis. And um, it fucked me. I definitely lost that game. I laughed through the first minute of the game at the name. It was just so random. Uh, but that's the online names of the week. What up? Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. And now we are going to talk a little Dallas Cowboys football. Oh, did you feel that? I felt all my listens go away just now. I got you 12 minutes in. <laughs> We're good. That counts as a download, right? Uh, NFL football. I thought. I bet you guys thought I was dodging this from week one when the Dallas Cowboys lost to the mighty Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, it's weird. I was trying to, like, put put a couple of things together. Tom Brady, TB, Tampa Bay, TB. What else? If there was a third TB, something bull. Tom, okay, there it is. Tom Bull. We're just, it's not going to be the Super Bowl anymore. It's going to be the Tom Bull. The Tom Brady Bull, the TBB. That's too many Bs. But anyways, uh, so we play Tampa Bay in week one. And, dude... I've got to be honest, 100% honest. Dude, I've been watching the Dallas Cowboys my whole life. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not one of these uh, homers, I guess you might call it. I'm not one of these people who will defend the team no matter what. I am not that guy. I will call out the bullshit. I will call out everything that I see because I want my team to get better. And if there's a you know someone out there who hears this that has any sort of influence... Um, you know, I, I, you know, just want my opinion heard. I'm a fan. Anyways, so week one, great fucking game, man. It all came down to the kicker, Zerline. I'm not going to give you shit. It was week one jitters. Uh, you nailed them all today. You nailed all the kicks today. Uh, week two for us. Uh, but that first week, dude, you got to think about this. I'm, this is all I've been thinking about since that first loss. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, this is the Super Bowl defending champions. This is Tom Brady as quarterback. And you were within, you lost by two points. You lost by two points. That right there alone is, that's a, that's a great sign. That is a great sign. Um, you can say whatever you want about, you know, the Dallas Cowboys having a, you know, obviously we didn't make it to the playoffs last season, so we have a longer break, so maybe we're more rested. I think that's true to a certain extent. I think Tampa Bay came in still rolling, dude. They found a way to pull out that game. And, uh, you know, of course, leave it to Tom Brady, but here's the other key, in my opinion. Our, our kicker, Zerline, I don't know where he came from. I don't know, Zerline, what country that is from. But, um, dude, if he hits his two kicks in that game, there was one extra point, and there was one just regular field goal for three points. By using the art of math, I can tell you, if he hits those two kicks, we're up by two. We win the game. And I know, I know, don't give me shit. Don't start giving me shit. But you tell me you got back out and done it. And Tom Brady would have done that. I understand that. I'm just saying. Just think about it, man. 
if if he hits those two kicks, it's a different game. Now the pressure's on Tom Brady. And I'm not saying Tom Brady's not great under pressure. He's probably even better under pressure. But we had a chance to win that game, and that is super encouraging. And I don't care what anybody in the NFL says. I don't care. I will take a drink to that. Cheers. I don't care what your Stephen A. Smith has to do. You know, that guy has made his fucking living on the Dallas Cowboys. He has made his name for himself on the backs of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going all Stephen A. Smith on Stephen A. Smith. He has made his name on the back of my Dallas Cowboys. And you know how he's done it? He figured out a very smart way, very smart man. I'm not taking any credit from him, not taking any credit from him, but he is a very smart man because who better to go after than the America's team? And I know everybody up north is probably going, ah, Jesus, this fucking guy over here with fucking America's team. Every fucking season we got to hear it's America's fucking, you ain't America's team, bro. No. We are America's team. God damn it. <laughs> Don't you love how I'm arguing with the, the stranger that's not here? But I know the arguments out there. If I went on the right platform, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, and I tweeted or, or posted or whatever you do on Instagram, pictured um, the, uh, something someone doesn't like about the Dallas Cowboys, you're going to hear about it. But Stephen A. Smith has made his fucking living off the Dallas Cowboys, dude. He, that's, that's the only reason his name will be remembered. Is because he's attached himself to the biggest team. Sorry, I had to pop my knuckles there. Hopefully, hopefully that wasn't too loud. He has attached his name to the biggest team. And that's how he's made his living all these years. I mean, it's obvious to me. You know, and, and, you know, I do, I will honestly say I do buy into it a little bit. You know, I want to listen to what he has to say in the negatives because I'm not, like I said previously, I'm not one of these homers that are going to blow smoke up. You know, oh, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. No, I'm not that guy, dude. Y you can ask any of my friends. I turned on the, uh, you know, the sports talk radio the other day and, uh, you know, I'm in the truck with my buddy. And I listened to it. I'm not even kidding. For 15 seconds, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I, I just switched the station. And he started laughing. He's like, what? Why did you switch it? And I was like, dude, because they're just going to suck the Dallas Cowboys dicks for the next 30 minutes. And they're going to give you this false hope. And they're going to make it. They're not even good at it anymore. A lot of people in DFW doing this, they're not even good at blowing smoke up your ass anymore. You're not buying this shit. You're, I'm not buying this, but that's the thing. That's how they make. That's how they get their ratings. You tell all the, you know, all the people what they want to hear, and they're like, "Oh, I like this radio station. They're saying all the things that I want to say, but I can't say because I ain't on the radio." You know, um, and I only do the, you know, like the southern accent because that that's what all you people think anyway. We we all write. Hey, just just to let you know. I'm sitting on my horse recording this podcast and there's all these other horses on the street by my apartment parked. Uh, they're, they're all uh, hitched somewhere. One's hitched to the fire hydrant over there and there's some tumbleweeds blowing in the background and we all have our six shooters. I'm just going to give in to every stereotype. I don't care anymore. 
Um, not that it bothers me. I think it's fucking hilarious, dude. Like a friend from a long time ago, first time he came to Dallas, he was just overwhelmed. He's like, dude, I didn't know it was like this. I was like, motherfucker, you thought <laughs> you thought we were wearing cowboy hats and riding horses? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, by the way, I've never worn a cowboy hat in my life. I don't think. To my recollection, I've never worn a cowboy hat in my life. And I am from Texas. Uh, not born here, but raised here since I was six months old. So I am an honorary. No, I, I'm a fucking Texan, dude. This is all I've ever known. Dallas first. Then we moved to a little, you know, suburb outside of outside of Dallas. Still in Dallas County. That's where I grew up. <clears throat> Anyways. So uh, the point being, yes, uh, week one. Week one was fucking great, man. I, I've i talked about this before. There is such a good thing. Uh, there is such a thing. Excuse me as I mix up my words. There is such a thing as a good loss in the Dallas Cowboys in week one. I will say it right now before I take this drink. Cheers, everybody. Season week one. It's not the full season. Jesus Christ, Chris. It's not over. Week one. Um... That's a good loss. I'll take that loss any day of the week. It was competitive. We didn't get blown out. Nothing like that. It was competitive. You know, it came down to the wire. It was a great fucking game. Very entertaining. Just for both sides, you know. Even me being a Cowboys fan, I'm like, well, they fucking pulled it off. What are you going to do? This just adds to the legend of Tom Brady. Everything he does just adds to his legend. It's great. Anyways, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. And I was not avoiding that, uh, talking about week one because we lost. I definitely wasn't. That was a good loss. If there is such a thing as a good loss, that was it. Uh, we play a little bit better on special teams, and, you know, I'm, I'll am i say it right now. We would have pulled it out. Week one. We would be 2-0 and now. Moving on to week two, the game I saw today. Jesus Christ, dude. We pulled it out. Against the Chargers. Barely. Barely fuck. You know, I want to get on here and be like, yes, we beat one of the worst teams in the league today. Yes. How about them, Cowboys? Um, you know, it was a close game, but dude, I have to give it up. I and I'll tell all my friends this, and I tell all my friends this. I, I you know, I tell everybody, I don't watch anybody else. I am exclusive to the Dallas Cowboys. That's the only game I watch. Okay. I'll put on a Monday night football randomly because I love Monday night football. You know, I'll put on a different game randomly. If it comes on after the game, I saw it fine. That's cool. But I'm not keeping up with, you know, I'm not a fantasy football guy. I think that's what it is. I'm not keeping up with the fucking stats. I'm not keeping up with any of that. Oh, dude, by the way, um, it, it, one of my favorite quarterbacks ever, Tony Romo, has become one of my favorite broadcasters ever, Tony Romo. Dude, this guy, and, and I know there's been a lot of hype on him because he's like great at breaking down plays and, you know, just football speak, if you will. He's great at doing shit like that, man. But I just love him. He's like, he's like the politician who can't be bought because he's been in football for so fucking long. He's going to say whatever he wants to say. So it was like a rare occurrence today. Uh, Dallas Cowboys versus the Chargers. It was a rare occurrence where the first half, 
ended in a 14 to 11 score. So Romo's partner goes, this is the first time in NFL history that if this if this half ends like this, it's going to be 14-11. That's the first time it's ever happened in NFL history. And Tony Romo goes, no, it's not. And no, it can't be. That's not true. It can't be true. There's no way. <laughs> Dude, he just starts arguing with his co-host. And it's like, I love it. I kind of secretly love it. It's like my own, you know, daytime TV, my daytime soap. When they start, you know, you can kind of hear them getting catty uh, with each other on the uh, broadcast. Dude, that's my favorite fucking part. They're like trying to, you know, say slightly. And it's so weird. It's like slightly snarky. It's not all the way. It's not like, well, yeah, I fucked your wife. It's not like that. But it's just just peppered in there ever so lightly. And, you know, both guys laugh every time somebody says something for the most most part, even if the other guy's getting made fun of. But you ain't bringing Tony Romo down, bro. That dude is the... Fu- I will take a drink to Tony. I fucking love that. I just love that guy, dude. I love everything he's done. He's been, an, uh, you know, a great person. His whole career, his whole football career. Now he's doing the broadcasting. I just 100% support this guy. He's a fuck. Dude, he needs to go into coaching. I'm telling you, if you can read schemes that easy on the fucking fly, dude, why can't you be a head coach? And can't they have the little earpieces? You could tell the guy, like a robot, what to do. And, you know, obviously it's up to the uh, quarterback's discretion (laughs) if they're going to do the play or not. I saw Dak change several plays today. Uh, You know, so obviously there's that too. But just to know... And maybe the view's better than being on the field. But, dude, he's calling out shit. And he's teaching me so much more than I knew about football. And he's not afraid to go, oh, that was a bad call. I love that, dude. Yes. These refs aren't perfect. These players aren't perfect. You're not perfect. It's fucking awesome. Let's point out the flaws in all this, man. It's great. I don't know if I would have called that. Dude, I couldn't ask anything more you know what it is it's it's because it's the way not to get political i'm not trying to be a douche i'm not talking shit on fox or or cnn or anything like that i'm not saying any of that i'm just saying the point is to news is to be subjective to take yourself outside of the situation and just report on the details of what happened that's what i love about tony romo subjective if he agrees with the call or not he's gonna tell you and he's gonna say why he didn't agree with it that's fucking awesome dude how better how can you approve your game any better than that it's fucking great (coughs) excuse me with all that said a great game today we did pull it off 20 to 17 we barely beat a bad team Which, you know, a win's a win. On the stat sheet, you know, we're we're drinking champagne tonight. You know, we got to win. You know, we're one and one. Week two. Going into week three. And I think we actually play a division rival. Oh, I have the schedule right here. I think we play a division rival coming up. Where's the schedule? Uh, It's either the Eagles or New York. Oh, it's, it's the Eagles first and then Carolina after that. Okay. Um... So that's a huge game, and I I know as far as our division, Washington over New York 
today, the Giants, uh, the New York football Giants. Uh, that was pretty surprising. But, dude, Washington will do that to you. And I've said this for years now. Washington is just that team, and we're going to have to be careful when we play them. They'll keep in the game the whole time, and then they'll fucking punch you in the mouth at the very end, and you're out of it before you know. And I hate that. That's a scary team to play to me. That team that's just, you know, sneaky. Um, and as far as just the overall coaching for the Dallas Cowboys, dude, I am loving Loving what they're you don't know how much of a drought I've been in for seeing a fourth, you know, going for it on fourth down. Yeah, sure, inches, fourth down and inches, sure. And that's almost a gimme. But dude, you he went for it three times. McCarthy went for it three times today, and I support it a hundred and fifty thousand percent. Because we haven't seen we've seen plain Jane. My friend can call the play call from the couch sitting next to me. So I know the other team on the sideline sees the play that's about to come. So that's why we're getting beat. And I love the trickery. I, Dude, I am Hale McCarthy. And the things he's done with Dak, dude. Dak looks so much better. So much better right now than he did a few years ago. Even, even his first rookie season in the league. Sure, he was hot. Sure, nobody could figure him out. Sure, what what did he rattle off? 13 games? Didn't he win 13 games that season? Uh, with Romo backing him up? And we lost to the Eagles. I think the Romo game, we lost to the Eagles, which fucking sucks. But uh, especially being a division rival. I fucking hate the Eagles. I hate the Giants. I hate Washington. Did I say the Redskins earlier? I didn't mean to if I did. I meant the Washington football team. Because that is their new name now. I support it 100%. I'm, I'm behind it. Uh, so anyways, uh, week two, dude. Great game. Yes, we did beat a team that's not probably going to do shit this season. But it was important to have the win. And I got to say, man, before I go, I know we're 30 minutes in. I got to say before I go, dude, uh, the Chargers quarterback, I, I can't remember his name. It's some like country-ass name. Uh, <laughs> like fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, Amish name. It's like an Amish name is what I thought about today when he was playing. Every time they said the name, I was like, he's Amish football player. Is that what it is? Is that the gimmick? Uh, anyways, <laughs> their crime. Now that I've talked shit on him, uh, their quarterback is dude. That guy is a fucking beast, man. Uh, assuming he doesn't get hurt. And he can make a name for himself this season. That guy is fucking great. He's a big dude. And he can launch the ball. Um, And he's fucking accurate, dude. Some of the passes they made today, not only him, but the receivers on the Chargers. Dude, you guys are fucking great, man. Those, those receivers are so big, like... Our secondary and, you know, just guys trying to get them down to the ground are just bouncing off of them like nothing. You get them down toward that goal line and you got a one-on-one -on -one matchup with their receiver, the Chargers receiver, and our safety or whoever it may be. It's over. Their Chargers are winning. Their guys are just that big and that physical. And their quarterback is one of those guys. He's not physical, obviously. They're trying to steer him away from that, but... Uh, dude, that guy can launch the ball and accurate. I've that blew me away today. Just watching the game, I was in awe. 
I I didn't know what to think. I was like, we're going to lose this fucking game. These receivers are killing us. Uh, and I have to say, my my Dallas Cowboys, pat on the back there, man. Our, our defense really stepped up. I know it was tough there for a lot of times. Dude, the, the refs are just intervening in every second in the fucking game. They're like, that guy flicked the other guy in the nuts. 15-yard penalty. It's like, good Lord. That other guy breathed on his hand. 25-yard penalty. It's like every play, dude. I think, no, it's not true, but it almost felt like they were setting a record for like how many penalties they called in the first, like half. It was ridiculous. You know, and, and a lot of them were, in, and I'm saying it's ridiculous, and a lot of them were in my favor, in the Dallas Cowboys' favor, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, bro, fucking let them play. Like, we don't need all the penalties. Like, let's go. Um, so great, great week one, I will say great week two, um, for my Dallas Cowboys. I'm ready for week three. I'm ready for the Eagles, man. I have the fever, bro. I have the NFL fever. Like I haven't had in years. I am gobbling up. I am sitting in front of the TV, ready, waiting a lot of the time, you know, I, I, you know, in past seasons, you know, you don't make a point to sit down in front of the TV. You're like, I can scoreboard watch. And figure out what's going on. And hopefully we win. Not this season, dude. I don't know if it's COVID. If it's because we've been locked down for so long. We're technically not locked down at this point. But, you know, people are trying, you know, staying away. I need this. I need the NFL this season. For whatever reason, I can't explain it. And uh, it's just the best time of the year. NFL starts. uh, MLB playoffs are about to start. Uh, and then you got hockey coming, dude. What what more could you ask for? Sober October? Are you kidding? I'm going to stop drinking when hockey starts. Get the F out of here. No, not a chance in hell. Uh, so that's the episode for the night, guys. Thank you for listening. Drink until you podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Episode number 191. I'm going to down this real quick and we'll call it a night. Cheers, everybody. Well, I said real quick, I can't really, I can't drink like that guy I knew who fucking downed a half a bottle of vodka in like five seconds. Um, I've never been able to chug like that. Anyways, let's take another drink. All right, guys. There we go. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Please don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Be safe. I love you guys out there. I'll talk to you next fucking week. Bye.